0: Hello and welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast which aims to make you happy, smile and laugh as you spill the tea and explain all things. Hello. How are you guys? It's just me today, which it hasn't been just me in quite some time. So that's kind of fun. Sorry, I got to move my computer. This is still a low budget podcast. And you can probably hear the fan coming from it. Um, Yeah, just me today. I don't know what kind of tangent I'm going to find myself hopping on, but... I guess we'll find out, won't we? (laughs) Um, It feels like it's been a long time since I was here, but Kara was just on last week. Like it hasn't been a long time, but we recorded at the beginning of the week last week. And then here it's, it's currently Wednesday. So maybe that's why I feel like it's been a long time. So long, in fact, that I am another year older. Ugh. Oh, thank you. Thank you for all who reached out and wish me happy birthday. It was a nice day. I got to be with my family. It was the day before Easter. So, like, I guess I'll share with Christ. That's, you know, that's fine. (laughs) Like, if I must, right? Like, okay. Um, But it was a nice day. I gave up sweets for Lent. So, it was nice to dig into some birthday cake. My family got me lovely gifts. I got to see my nieces. They're so funny. They're so funny the little one, she's three and she's just like, she's full of jokes, but she doesn't quite know yet that she's full of jokes. If that makes any sense. I'm sure she does on some level, but on the other levels, it's just, she stumbles into funniness in it. It's just, it's a great time. But thank you to all who wished me a happy day. It was a good day. Got to go to the beach, had a few margaritas. I mean, who can ask for more than that? Right. Um, I am here to bring you the top trending stories in pop culture this week. However, I have something on my mind and I want to see what you, the loyal, loyal audience thinks. Um, I will put a poll, maybe a post so it doesn't expire, probably both. I don't know. I'm an internet sleuth. You know that. I'm going to put a poll and a post up on my Instagram at 32 pod. Because recently I have been feeling like I need to change the name of this podcast. And I don't want that to be controversial. I don't want you to be like, oh my God, what's going on? No, it's, it's nothing. I just, I feel as if there's so much confusion every time I tell somebody the name of this show. they are always saying, oh, 32, 32. And no, I always have to spell it out. They can't find it. They can't find me. It seems like a burden. And the last thing I want to be on the internet is a burden. I also feel that for longevity purposes, the day I turn 40, which we're not quite thinking about that yet, but you know, when it happens, thank you Lord for all the birthdays. When that happens, 32 will expire. So I'm looking for a name that, you know, implies it's my show it, I, it needs to imply that it's all about me. No, it, it doesn't. But probably have my name in it. You know, my last name starts with the three letters B A D, so like bad, whatever. I don't know, but there are a few names already taken. So if you do your research and you have any suggestions for me, please let me know on my post and on my poll. Because I just I want this show to go on forever, and I don't want there to be any confusion. And of course, I want to grow. And perhaps a non-confusing name or like a clearer, quicker sort of name would help me. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's like, what's the name of your podcast? I'm like 32 Pod. They're like, huh? Like instead if I was like, I'm going to name it Kate's Pod, they'd be like, oh, perfect. I know exactly how to spell that. So that's what's on my mind. That's what I'm thinking about. Consider this the soft launch of a name change, because I think there eventually will be one. Um, And I'm also probably going to do what I talked about with Anna, oh, my God, months ago, I think. I think this was in December. Um, Change a logo if I change a name, but I think it's going to have my face on it. So, like, not to make it about me, but this is my show. (laughs) So that's, that's that. So think about it. Mull it over, you know, marinate with some ideas. And you get back to me, email me at 32pod at com. TikTok at 32pod, Instagram at 32pod. Text me if you have my phone number, carrier pigeon, regular mail. Did you ever use the term snail mail? I, you know, there was a book series when I was young called, it was between two friends and it was like snail mail something. Yeah. It was like the snail mail series. Now I'm going to have to, let me, let me look it up. Let me use my phone. Let me use, let's not pretend I don't have a phone nearby. I always do. Let me see. I feel like it, they were like coming of age books. Maybe. Let me see. Stale meal. Yeah, there are. <clears throat> Excuse me. Paula Danzinger. Oh, yes, this really is ringing a bell. Um. Well, yes, go to my Goodreads app. That's very important. Um, let's see here. There is snail mail no more, but I think there was a snail mail. Oh yeah. So there was, oh, this is really aging me. (laughs) This is really aging me. So it's a story of two friends. Are they teens? They must be teens, preteens, something like that. The first book they wrote letters back and forth, like over a summer. And then the next book they're emailing because they both got computers And the cover is, like, so 2000 with, like, the white computer mouse and a trackpad. And, like, it even has a scholastic signature, like you guys. Oh, published April 1st, 2001. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Paula Danzinger, for that memory. Wow, I just really aged myself. Maybe someone who listens to this podcast wasn't even bored when that book came out. And if you weren't. That's not your fault. You don't ask to be born. But like maybe read this series and you'll know what we were going through. <laughs> you'll know what we were feeling in 2001 when we finally got a computer. Oh my god. So maybe yeah. Maybe I can talk about a few I feel antiquated now that I'm I'm still in my early 30s. I don't know when your mid 30s starts, probably like around 37 and then your late 30s are like 39 and a half. And your 40s are what? 43? That makes sense. That makes sense to me. I, yep. mm -hmm. That makes me feel really antiquated, that book story. And you guys know I'm an avid reader. So like, it's just been spending the last 20 years. Oh my God, that book could legally drink. Oh my God. But like we read books like the classics are so old. Like how old is all the, are like Pride and Prejudice and, you know, all those other Jane Austen books; those are old. We don't, we don't, we don't equate those to social activities. But I cannot read Jane Austen. I tried, and my brain hurts so bad. I know that might be controversial. You might be like, "You're stupid," and that's fine if you think that. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's that pollen again, you guys. Um, I, I just, I, we don't live in a time where you use twenty words to say a six-letter, six-word sentence. So like, yeah, I feel freaking stupid when I read Jane Austen. I had the same problem when I tried to read Little, to read little Women. It's like, what the hell is going on? What is she saying? Oh my God. I felt like Joey on Friends when he read it. Except he seemed to understand it. So I don't know what my problem is. Like, I, I mean, one could argue that I don't choose a book that's like highly cerebral. Like we all know I love a good fiction or like a good, you know, just regular old book hang on i gotta move my computer because this fan noise if you can hear it i'm sure it's so irritating and i don't know what i don't know what my microphone picks up it's so loud why is it so loud oh my god yeah see now i'm 62 i'm just gonna be getting older and older as this podcast goes on today anyway no that's worse that's definitely why is this so loud I can always edit this out. I might not. I might, you might just go on this journey with me to find out why this is so loud. Let me see if I can put it on something. I know why it's so loud because my computer was dead and I had to charge it and it's hot in this room. That's why it's so loud. I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know if you can hear it. Just re- disregard, disregard me, but keep listening, obviously. So, what else has made me feel old lately? No, no, no. All I hear is this fan. Ugh. Okay. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but like, I'm so sorry if you can, but it's my only computer and it's all I have until I make it big, which who even knows. Anyway. So I feel like a lot of things lately have like made me feel like a real, like old spinster kind of lady. And I've become very obsessed with sunscreen. And like skincare, which I probably should have been 10 years ago. So if you're listening to this and you're starts to the two, please use SPF, use vitamin C, vitamin E, take your multivitamin, take biotin for your hair, sleep with a soap pillowcase. Like do all the things we're like we in our thirties are doing because you're going to look better than us. And they are going to be mad at you, but still. And it like, I never imagined myself somebody with like a skincare routine. I feel like that's just something like blogger said to be annoying. Like, oh, I have a 17-part skincare routine. But like, now I get it. Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I need all this crap. I need this thing to do this and this thing to do that and mm -hmm, all of it. So, yeah. And, you know, like, I was – what was I saying? Oh, at work yesterday, I worked with a nurse who's in her 20s. And I was eating Tums because I get heartburn when I eat dairy because, like, I'm in my 30s. And she was like, I've never had a Tums. (laughs) And she listens to this podcast. So hello, you know who you are. I don't have permission to say their name, but if she gives it to me, then I will say who it is. Um, But I was like, you've never had a Tums? Like you've never had a heartburn? She's like, no. And I was like, man, this makes me feel terrible. (laughs) Like I'm sitting next to somebody who seemingly have never had issues eating food. Like I get heartburn all the time. Oh, I had it today. And I was like, here, try one. And she did not like it. <laughs> I was like, no, no, this is an acquired taste. This is an acquired taste when you're in misery and you need healing. This is not like, a, oh, I'm going to eat some Tums because I like them. I don't know anyone who actually likes Tums. If, you, if you're if you a person who likes Tums, please let me know. Please show yourself. Because, I mean, they're not bad. Like, their flavors are okay. But, like... I. I don't die for a Tums. I, I I will be dying in need of a Tums, but I don't die for Tums. But I have them all, I have them everywhere. My husband also is a is a reflux type of man. And his Pepto is his potion, apparently. There are bottles of Pepto all around our house. <laughs> and I don't understand. Some of them are fully shut and like expired. Some of them are like a one cap full gone. It, there's there's so much there's so much antacids happening in our house. Maybe we should be on a PBI. I'm not. I yeah. But I was on a medication recently that g- gave me such such bad heartburn. Like I felt like I was breathing the fire of a thousand suns. And I was like, this is how I go. This is it. It's gonna burn a hole in my sternum. And my doctor was like, well, all the medicines of this type do that. And I was like, then I can't be on this medicine. Like this this is so painful. I'm like, I'm suffering. And he was like, well, then you have to alter your lifestyle. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. Let's see how well that's going to go after, I don't know, 20 years of needing a lifestyle alteration and not seemingly finding it. Man, you know, I recently have decided that I hate, hate that phrase. If you're a child of the 2000s, you heard the words lifestyle change or lifestyle modification or lifestyle alteration in a billion different ways for a billion different things. Oh my God. My sprinklers are turning on. What, what havoc is this wreaking on us podcast today? If you can hear it, I'm sorry, but you know I don't pay for my, well, I do pay for it. I don't control when the sprinklers come on. Oh my God. This is a hot password. I'm so sorry. Anyway the phrase lifestyle change is so triggering to me because I feel like that's what people said to you when you needed to form better habits or lose weight or quote unquote, be healthier in some fashion. Like our, our generation and our childhood was obsessed with weight loss and like physical fitness and like lifestyle change is just one of those toxic things that like I can't hear anymore. I heard it recently and I was like, oh my God, like, oh, please like spare me, spare me this drama of being like, oh yes, I am going to make a lifestyle change. I'm going to change my entire life. It's like, no, I'm not. If I haven't done it and it's not currently my lifestyle, how on earth does one assume I'm going to make all these changes and do well? Like, it's sort of like the phrase, do better. And I think I talked about this with Kara. Maybe we weren't recording. I talked about it with somebody. I don't know if it's on the pod. I get confused about what was on the pod and what wasn't, because, like, my friends and my mom, come on. It's <laughs> so, like, we talk anyway. <laughs> Anywho, like, the phrase, do better, is great in theory. But, like, do better how? You're not providing me direction. You're not providing me resources. You're not providing me tools. It's just, be do better. Be better. Improve. Like, what? How, like what? And also that phrase does not include expectation, right? So if I'm telling someone do better, but like, what is better? How do I get where, what point do you think I will reach when I am better? You know, like if you're being a shitty person, let's just say you're being a shitty person. I'm not going to talk about like the racial things. Cause I don't know people like that, that need to do better. Cause I just know better people. Though we could all probably improve, whatever, just go with me here. So, like, if you're a piece of shit person and someone's like, do better, you're implying I should not be a piece of shit person. But then, if I am a piece of shit person, that's my nature. I probably don't have the resources, tools, and functions to not be a piece of shit person. You know what I mean? So, telling me to do better is just a band aid to make you feel better when in reality, like, you're not helping me. But if I said, you're a shitty person. And I'm going to help you improve to not be a shitty person by giving you this book to read, documentary to watch, um, resource list of classes to go to, like, I don't know, anger management yoga or maybe like a cooking class, like some sort of hobby. And this is going to bring you joy and, you know. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. That sort of thing. That's doing better. That's helping me helping you do better. That's how I feel about the phrase lifestyle change. So you're expecting me with the the capacity I have right at whatever spot I'm in in life to make a complete alteration in my lifestyle based on the information you're giving me in this moment. And I'm going to totally do a perpendicular turn and suddenly have a whole different life. It's completely unrealistic. And I feel like our generation didn't see that. They was like, oh, we need to make a lifestyle change. Everybody who wanted a lifestyle change was at one point on Atkins. Tell me I am wrong. I'm not wrong. I know this because I grew up around a lot of people on Atkins. And I would just like to say for the millionth time that Dr. Atkins died of a heart attack because he had too much cholesterol because he ate too much meat. So like everything in moderation. And this is not about diets, though. I mean, I've been on a diet for 20 years, so that's not the point. But I'm just saying, lifestyle change is so triggering for me. It's so triggering. And it also, I feel in a way, doesn't provide the person who was attempting to make such change in life any sort of, I don't know, like, hmm, what word? that's my COVID fog. What am I looking for? Any sort of like flexibility while they make this change. It's like, it, it's expected to be cold turkey. Like, oh, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to, whatever. Like, would you expect someone who is an alcoholic to be sober overnight and be successful just being sober? No, you need resources. You need to go to meetings. You need support system around you. You need X, Y, and Z. I, I don't currently have a problem with alcohol, and I don't know what people who are sober need, but like they need more than just be sober, you know? So like, the, this is my soapbox for the day. You did not sign up for this. <laughs> Sorry. But like, this is just my wisdom and my age now. This is the wisdom I'm sharing with you. Lifestyle change is so triggering. So like, if you want to trigger me, you want me to be, me to be in a bad mood, tell me to make a lifestyle change. <laughs> Ugh. Because it's just, it's just on the long list of like phrases that could be so heavy and could like, could really honestly probably help somebody or really hurt them. Like, oh, you need to make a lifestyle change. You need to change your whole lifestyle to accommodate this, this, I don't know, ailment problem, debilitation. Like, I don't know, have we, have we not learned in the last... Let's say mm, five years of body positivity. How many people didn't successfully make a lifestyle change? Hello, and I am one of them. Like, not again, not my soapbox, but like we all have our demons, right? But like, oh man, that just, that phrase just gets me. And I know y'all don't care. <laughs> or maybe we do. And thank you. Maybe you feel the exact same way. I don't know. Cause it's just me today. And I'm just talking to you, you know, where they're in your car or your house or your closet or if you're on a walk. It'd be nice if you were on a walk. Is it a nice day out? I hope it is. I'm probably looking at the sun when I go on a walk when I'm done. I record and then I go on a walk and listen to myself <laughs> to make sure that I can post whatever I recorded. <laughs> Which is silly. But lately these days I'm trying not to like cut anything out. Except for the part about my computer fan that probably is gonna go. But and if it did go, you didn't hear it. So this also part might go. But I don't know, it's just part of me being authentic just being authentic for you guys right anyway this pod does not need a lifestyle change it might need a name change it might need a name change it in fact probably does because I want longevity and growth and not confusion but it does not need a lifestyle change and that's my soapbox on that so anyway you turn 32 and go on a tangent about lifestyles unbelievable <sighs> wow, I really have problems. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, a sip of water. It's okay. Anywho, um, this weekend was the meeting of three different holidays, three different religions. So if you are of the Christian faith. Happy Easter. If you are Jewish, happy Passover. And if you are Muslim, I think there was something like Ramadan. That's rude. I need to look up what it actually was. Hang on just one moment. Holidays that fell. I oh, hope that's the federal calendar. That can't be it. I can't use search Google in like a way that's not stupid. You know what I'm saying? How do you spell Ramadan? Is it like how it sounds? It was Ramadan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm okay. Shouldn't be that. Yeah. For the first time in 33 years, Passover, Easter, and Ramadan were celebrated on the same day. Okay, cool. So however you celebrate it, I hope you had a great time. Got lots of chocolate, more birthday cake, went to church. Some old lady passed out in church, which caused a ruckus, you know, and this goes out to all my nurses. Does it ever make you like a little bit not happy? Happy is not the word I'm looking for, but does it ever make you a little bit like Maybe smug is the word. When someone's like, we need a doctor. And it's like, that's not me. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. You're not yelling for me. Don't come over here for me. Because that's what happened. They were like, doctor, someone help us doctor. And I'm not a doctor. Mm -mm. Not with all the shit happening nurses right now. Mm -mm. There's two nurses on trial. No. Nope, nope, nope. Good Samaritan laws, only you so far. Nope, 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 nope. I mean, if something was really serious, like if someone was getting chest compressions and like they weren't doing a good job, I would step in. But like an old woman fainting, surrounded by 45 people, 44 of which don't know her and probably are not doctors. What what good am I? What could I be like, oh, she's unconscious? What am I going to do? Go call 911. I have no equipment. I have no things. Like, what do you expect me to do? Watch her be unconscious? I once knew a nurse. She was an amazing nurse. Beth, if you're listening, you're an amazing nurse. Um, she once told me, you are useless <laughs> without an IV and a monitor. And she's right. <laughs> she's right. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? And and at a certain point, what do you want a doctor to do? Like, Diagnose this unconsciousness? She ended up being fine. She woke up. Paramedics came. I don't know what they did for her, but like it was hot out under a tent. Probably didn't have any water. Probably didn't have any breakfast. Like this is your PSA for next year services of any kind. If you are a person who gets queasy, nauseous, headaches, dehydrated easily, don't go to the last mass of the day in the beating sun when it's hot and eat breakfast and drink water. You can always bring water. If I'm Catholic. if you, If you are Catholic and you wonder, can I ever have water? Yes, you can have water anytime during mass. You're not allowed to eat. So if you've received your first communion and you want to eat a snack, You can't. If you're less than seven and you find yourself wanting a snack, you can't. It's a sacrament. It's a whole thing. But whatever, like have a little self-accountability because we don't need hysteria during the Our Father, okay? And like, she's fine. She walked out of church. It's fine. Like, I'm not making fun of a lady who's ill, but like have a little self-awareness, maybe like a little like provide for oneself. You know what I mean? You know, you get it. You know what I'm saying. Okay. And I don't know if this happens in other religions, but I I have personally fainted in church once and it happened, oh my God, I was 16. So literally half my life ago. And I think about it every time I go to church. So for the last 16 years, I have thought about the time I fainted because I didn't eat breakfast. And I have blood sugar problems. That was dumb. That's a lot of masses in 16 years. If you count, I go more than just Easter and Christmas, but that's 32 Easter Christmas. My wedding was 33. Let's say I've gone, I don't know. It's it's at least, I don't know. I went to Catholic school, so there's always mass going on. There's probably a thousand masses in there. No. Yeah, probably. But I thought about fainting in church and I was 16. I was wearing jeans, a white t-shirt, and a black North face. My mom put me in the car and gave me a piece of cheese. (laughs) this podcast is so haphazard. I'm so sorry. Oh, and now I'm singing. It's kind of beautiful though. I wish I had someone to harmonize with every now. Okay. So he'll never come on the pod and he hates when I talk about him because he can't rebuttal anything I say. But my husband has the voice of an angel and he can sing. He can really carry a tune and sometimes we harmonize. And like when we're done harmonizing, like when the song is over, you know, like after our crescendo of harmony, um, he'll be like, wow. That was beautiful. We should have recorded that. And like, I just, I just wonder what would happen if he came on this podcast. Like, I just, I just have so much wonder. Like, I'm, I'm constantly in wonderment of what would happen if he came on the show. Maybe, maybe, maybe one day. I'm not making any promises because the man is, is, is finicky, but maybe one day. I don't know what it's going to take. We share the same bank accounts. Like I can't like pay him. (laughs) Maybe I'll, I don't know. Maybe we could talk about whatever he wanted to talk about, but that's not the point of the show either. I don't know. We'll get him on and we'll get him to sing somehow because the man can sing. The man can carry a tune. He really can. I know I crap on him a lot, but he really can. Okay. Now that my, you know, wisdom has been, do you give wisdom? Preach wisdom? What do you do with wisdom? Provide? Provide it. I pr- Now that I provided you wisdom and a lesson in, I don't know, something, probably how to contain yourself or not contain yourself if you're me. Let's get into the top stories of the week. So I would first like to say that the Invictus Games are being held at the Hague in the Netherlands. Prince Harry is there because, you know, he is the Invictus Games. He started them. They are very similar to the Paralympics in that people with varying levels of ability and capabilities are, you know, involved in its sporting events. It's an athletic event, Um, but it's for war veterans. So, and Harry obviously is war veteran. He was in the British Army. He did two tours in Afghanistan. He, you know, has been very open in the past regarding his um like tribulations after being a soldier and leaving the army and what that was like for him and he th- i mean this i i i badmouth him personally not that i know him personally but like i feel as if his whole exit and actions towards the royal family could have been a lot different in the last 2 years however the invictus games and the message it sends is his greatest work and they need to be celebrated because he truly does amazing, amazing things for veterans and something else that no one has done. And he's bringing together thousands of veterans from tons of countries. And it just, it's, it is truly, it's beautiful. And we need to recognize him for that. But before he went to the Hague, any guesses where he went? He went to go see the queen. Okay. So he throws a fit. About he can't be in Britain because it's too too unsafe. We talked about this months ago. I think it was oh, it was with Anna. He can't go to Britain because the security team can't go with him, and it's too He doesn't feel safe. But then you go see your grandmother. So you're okay. So what you're saying is in different in different words in different ways. You're saying your event is more important than the Queen's Jubilee because you're making an effort to go because you happen to be in Europe. Other than making an effort to come back and literally be surrounded by security while you're at the Jubilee things. Makes no sense. Meghan was there too, which whatever she saw the queen. Apparently it was lovely for Harry to see the queen and quote, quote unquote paraphrasing. He wanted to make sure she has the right people around her. What? How, how are you going to ensure that for her? You live a billion miles away. How many miles is it away? Like 8,000 miles It's the whole Atlantic plus the whole continent of the U S however long that is. It's a, it's a, it's far, let's say it's 8,000 miles. So you live 8,000 miles away and you're making sure by whatever mental checklist that you have, that she has the right people around her. What does that mean? Are you insinuating that she never did? Are you insinuating that she's weaker now that Philip is gone? Is that what you're saying? That can't be what you're saying because she's the queen. No, Mm -mm. no, don't accept. Allegedly, he might have seen Charles as well, which is interesting. But as far as we know, he made no effort to see William or Kate or their kids. We also don't know if the queen met Willemette and saw Archie. We don't know that either. Like, I I hate these sort of engagements because like it just leaves me with more questions. Like, can't you? Come on. If you're going to provide us that you saw the Queen, can you, like, just answer all the other questions, please? And we'll leave you alone. Because you know you want your privacy. We know you need that. Anyway. Yay the Invictus Games. Nay for Harry. Because I just... No, I'm not. not starting it today. No, mm -mm, we're moving on. We are moving on. Okay. Next story. Joe Alwyn... Who we know is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Which I feel that I could have a conversation and not say he's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. But for you guys and those who are not Swifties as heavily as myself. I'm going to just put that caveat in there. But Joe Alwyn answered a question about the status of their relationship. Which it's been rumored that they've been engaged for a while. They've been dating for like five years. They're in their 30s. So it's not egregious to be like, yo, you getting married? So... But surrounding the speculation, he said, if I had a pound, he's British, so they use the pound, for every time I think I've been told I'm, I've been engaged and I'd have a lot of pound coins. I feel like we could say that, say that better. You could say I have a lot of pounds. I mean, the truth is, if the answer was yes, I wouldn't say. And if the answer was no, I wouldn't say. <sighs> Man, we live in a culture that people expect so much to be given so that if you are not posting all the time about what you're doing... How you're spending a day or how you made a breakfast, does that make you a recluse? I mean, no. Then he said, he said he admitted that he'd like to feel slightly less guarded sometimes in interviews or whatever kind of interactions. It's just the knee-jerk response to the culture we live in. If you give it to them, it just opens a door. I can get behind that. I can. But to, to go back to the question that he's not answering... They might be engaged. They might not. Which like. For all us Swifties. You're engaged, right? (laughs) Like, that's what you're telling me, right? Like, because if you weren't, you would just say no. Right? I don't know. These are the kind of mind games that like we can't deal with. But this is the most he's ever said to the press. He's in a new show, so he's going to be doing a lot of press. I believe his new show is going to be on HBO. He just posted something. Let me go to his Instagram. It's called Conversations with Friends. And it's going to be on Hulu. Oh, sweet. I already get Hulu. I mean, I get everything. I've talked about that. I pay for everything. It's ridiculous. I guess this was a book. Should I read the book first? If you've read the book, please let me know. But it seems like it's about Joe Allen's character. And he he plays a husband who's married to a woman. But then they have some sort of open relationship with their friends. That's what, that's what it looks like by the trailer. Sally Rooney read, wrote, wrote the book. I'll read it. I'll read it. Maybe my library has it. Anyway, thank you, Joe, for not teaching us anything we didn't already know. We appreciate that, I guess, out of you. Moving on. Let's see what else is going on in Hollywood. Um, Sophia Richie is engaged to fiance. I don't know his name. Her ring is beautiful. Elliot Grange. Yeah. Uh, The model confirmed her her sweet news on April 20th. Oh, which is today. Breaking, breaking news. Apparently, her tweet said "forever" isn't long enough. That's cute. Forever is a long time. <laughs> Does she know? Forever is a long time. Marriage ain't easy, people. Marriage ain't easy, people. But it's it's fun. It's a good time. Like when you harmonize with your husband. I mean, you know, they have bright spots. Um, a source exclusively told E News they are such a great match and going really well. Sophia and Elliot currently live together. At- oh. This wasn't from today. This was from November. Why am I reading it? Anyway, her ring is beautiful. It looks. Where did it go? It's big. It's big. It. It's like the size of a fingernail, like a big fingernail. It, I can't tell the cut from here, but it's beautiful. So F- Elliot, whose father is Lush, Lucian Lucian Grange, of CEO of Music U- Universal Music Group, dang. Universal Music Group is, like, a big music group. I think they own a few record companies. Which is, like, okay. Like, you're rich if you own a record company more than one. Like, that's, like, that's, like, a few money. Oh, my God. Apparently, Lionel, her fa- her she's Lionel Richie's daughter. That's why we care. Um, has been friends with his father for years. And they completely adore each other. Well, that's sweet. I love a family that gets along. That's cute. Mazel tov to Sophia. Let's see what else. Um, Breaking news as of today, ASAP Rocky has been arrested at LAX after returning from Barbados with Rihanna. So I reported on my Instagram stories, if you follow me, last week that there were cheating rumors between ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Untrue. Debunked. False. False, 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 false. They were in Barbados for vacation. She's from Barbados. They got back to LAX today. And ASAP Rocky was arrested. <clears throat> Excuse me. Must clear my throat for this information. This NBC News reports that the rapper, who was arrested by LAPD with assistance from Immigration and Customs Enforcement, so ICE and Homeland Security, was detained in connection to a 2021 shooting. According to police reports obtained by MC News, the shooting victim who survived told police that ASAP Rocky, whose name is Raheem Mayers, while accompanied with two other people, allegedly approached him with a handgun on the street, adding that he shot him three or four times and believed one of the shot no shot at him. Excuse me, three or four times and believed one of the bullets has grazed his left hand. The shooting had not been reported publicly until before before his arrest. Holy shit. What? This is not the first time ASAP has faced his share of legal trouble. He was charged with assault and causing bodily harm while in Sweden in 2019. ASAP, we have to figure something out. Getting arrested in an airport, that's freaking drama. There's like so many people and we don't have to wear masks anymore as of yesterday. That's big, big. Wow, that's big news, people. That's big, big news. He allegedly shot somebody. Oh, my God. Like, okay, innocent until proven guilty. Yes, of course. But, like, this is a lot of news. This is a lot of, this is a lot of tings, people. Oh, my goodness. Okay, moving on to a story that will be developing over time because it will be six weeks. The legal trial. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard started their trial this week. Um, She is suing him. And then he is countersuing her. Her suit is $50 million. His countersuit for defamation is $100 million. And the stuff coming out of this trial is wild. So she is alleging that he was abusive to her in their marriage. He is denying and he he he's bringing information like he is he's bringing information. Um, He's denying and suing her for defamation because those claims have kind of tarnished his name and it's made it difficult for him to find work. I'm not here to. Well, that's untrue. I am here to pick a side. I am totally on Johnny's side and I think everyone else is, too. I think this sheds a very interesting light on. I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not an attorney and I'm not any of those things. However. I'm a human. I think this sheds a lot of light on. Manipulation and. Narcissism and all of the things a person can be. And while we as a society have. Kind of always believed the woman. That sounds wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that each person can be culpable individually. And if she was abusive to him, she deserves to have punishment for that. And there is a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that she was abusive to him physically, emotionally, all of those things. There is a Seemingly lack of information of the same token that he was abusive to her. You're innocent until proven guilty, like I just said. So we shall see. However, her resting angry face while he's on the stand, I think, says a lot. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I don't think this paints her in a good light at all. And one of the things that came out is that when he apparently, the story that, what, well, not story, the series of events that Johnny Depp was describing to the court today, which I've already heard, but I'm going to say it how he said it. She like wanted to punch him straight in the face. So he was like, if you're going to, if you like, he basically was like, punch me, do it. And then he punched her. Or no, she punched him. Excuse me. She punched him and then did it again. And then did it again. And then Johnny was like, I'm leaving because you're a psycho. And then he left. And it was late in the morning or something like that. And the next next day or two days later, he went back to his apartment where they had been to, like, get some stuff. And he found a human poop on his side of the bed. And I just cannot wrap my head around the decision-making process of, like, I am so mad at this person that I am going to squat and put something that was once in my body on their side of the bed and hope that they, I don't know what, find it, lay in it, have it ruin their day, all of the above. I I, just like the, the, the thought process behind this is so baffling to me. Like how, how, how is this like a sane thought process? Like, oh, I'm so angry and I'm so something, or I am so Whatever emotion that I'm gonna shit on your side of the bed, what, and then I'm gonna expect you to find it. It's just like, <laughs> I can't even. I <laughs> oh my god, like, what. That's wild. And some people on the internet are like, no, he did it. He should have his own side of the bed. I'm sorry. That, no way. No, no. no I, I don't think so. I don't think Johnny Depp was like, let me pop a squat on my side of the bed and frame her for doing this. I don't, I I just don't. I'm sorry. Perhaps my bias was that he's Captain Jack Sparrow and that he's just so wonderful and does so many things for the good of humanity. And Amber Heard is just not it. Sorry. Sorry. That's my opinion. It's my show. But I, I I, do think that we will, unfortunately, have to hear about this bed poo for a whole while. I just, it's not, it shouldn't be funny. And he was, I felt so bad. Like, he's a great actor, right? And he's on the stand, like, I found human. Like, he couldn't even, he couldn't even find the words to, like, not laugh. Like, how do you, how do you not laugh? Then like, even the judge was like waiting for the words. Like, I, how do you not laugh? Like, it's not funny. Like I, if I came home and Paul was so mad at me, he shit the bed deliberately to make me find it. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? We are, we are seeking help immediately. But like, I, no, no, I can't. This is not, no, I understand wrecking a house. I would understand slashing tires I would understand like things we've been taught to do in anger, but like popping a squat is not it. That's not like a, oh, I'm really going to get you back. That's like a, it's almost embarrassing. And by the way, not, not to be all like forensic, but there's DNA in that sample. I don't know if it was kept. I mean, that would be, wow, that would be. I didn't think about that. I wonder if, no, no, but not possibly, not possibly. But if it was kept, there's DNA. So they can determine who this came from. It, it, oh my God. Oh, sweet Lord. There's, there's gotta be, no, 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 that, that's, that's no. Mm -mm. I'm running out of words for this actually. I can't believe I'm talking about someone else's pool in my podcast, but uh, yeah, no, nope, we have to move on. We, we just, I have no, I have nothing else. That's wild. I will bring you more of this trial and I'm really hoping there's no further defecation. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Apparently it's supposed to last six weeks. They're in Virginia. I don't know why they're in Virginia. Maybe it was filed there or one of them had lived there. I don't know. Something like that. But Johnny Depp is, is, I believe, sincere. I haven't heard from Amber Heard, but from what I'm seeing, and sure, some of it's opinion news, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm team him. And I think that's okay to be team him. We don't always have to believe a woman because she's a woman. And that might be controversial for you. Controversial. Sorry and I'm a woman, so I can say that like any, which person can be an abuser. Any, which person can be any kind of shithead, literally just because he's a man. Doesn't mean we have to hate him. It doesn't mean that he's wrong. There you have it. Is there anything else going on in this? Oh my God. Oh, one last story. So Hugh Jackman's wife, Deborah Lee Furness, is addressing speculation about her husband's sexuality. That sentence is so absurd. His wife is addressing rumors of his sexuality. He's married to a woman. This poor couple has been through the ringer. There was a time years ago that people said she was too ugly for him, which is so fucking rude. Like, (laughs) Oh, my God. There was this whole series of articles that like, oh, Hugh Jackman's with a homely woman. Like, oh, my God. How fucking rude is that? So she is saying she was on some sort of show somewhere. Oh, a podcast. She was saying it's so silly and it's boring. I I don't understand. I... (sighs) I don't understand speculating on someone's sexuality and I don't understand furthermore doing that while a person is doing great work and doing great things, but is happily in a relationship. Like I, I I don't know. Like, and I understand that there are people who are, you know, probably unfortunately living a life that they wouldn't choose to live or, things of that nature and possibly feel that they can't share their true selves. And I, I'm not immune to any of that. Like I, I, understand, but this has been over and over and over. First he's gay. Then he's married to an ugly person. Then she's too fat for him. And this is that. And then, Oh, but he's still, he's gay again. Like leave them alone, leave them alone. And sure they are probably so secure in their marriage that like, it's nothing, but like, I can totally get how it's so annoying. Like if somebody was like, Hey, your husband's gay. Her husband's guy I was like, shut up, oh, shut up, like move on. But like, I would get tired of saying shit up all the time. I would get tired of being like, no, he isn't. No comment. No, nothing further. You know, like it's probably just exhausting. It, it's so, and he's so successful. Like stop trying to ruin his life. You stupid people in the media. Ugh. She, his wife goes on and says they are selling misery People must be wanting to buy that and make other people miserable because it makes them feel better about themselves. There you go. And then she goes on to say, if he was gay, he could be gay. He didn't have to hide in the closet anymore. He'd be dating Brad Pitt or whatever. Like, she's fucking right. If Hugh Jackman was gay, he'd be the hottest gay guy in Hollywood. Like, but why? I I just don't understand. I think Hollywood lost their minds this week. I really think, like, first we have this Amber Heard poop. Then we have this. ASAP Rocky is getting arrested. Like, I... What is happening? What is happening? This is... This is absolutely wild. Oh, one final thing. The last final thing was not my final, final thing. For all the Swifties, Drake posted a photo with Taylor Swift. And I know you all went absolutely nuts. As did I. Let's take a look at it. The caption says... They too soft to understand the meaning of hard work. We don't know who they are, but we're assuming they is all people. So let's assume that they is all people. And it's a Taylor Swift. And he's like hugging her from behind, like on the shoulder. And he's, she's grabbing his arm, like, like to do a pull up sort of thing. And they're standing. So her hair, from what I can tell, she's got straight bangs and straight hair. I can't tell how long her hair is which that would be extremely helpful here because currently in the red Taylor's version era, she has bangs and long straight hair. However, in the red 1989 and lover era, she also had straight bangs and, but her hair was shorter. So we don't know when this is from. We don't know. And everyone's like, is it an Easter egg? Is it a clue? What is it? What album is next? I don't know. And I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. But in her first song on the Lover album, I forgot that you existed. She says, how's it go? Um, in my feelings more than Drake. So yeah, she's mentioned him. Are we going to get a collab? Are we getting a collab? That'd be cool. That song would do so fucking well. Sorry for my F words. I'm sorry. But it would. That deserves an F word. That sentence. That song would be the biggest song that's ever. That'd be bigger than Happy Birthday. It'd be huge. Maybe it's called huge. Think about that. You know, it's interesting that he wasn't on Champagne Problems. Because his name is Champagne Poppy. Which I kind of love for for that. I don't know where that comes from, and like maybe I need to educate myself. But like you, he could probably be at Drake, but he's not. He's a champagne poppy. Which like, just kiss, just kiss my man. Somebody tell me where that's from, please. Educate me, please. That's all I have for today. The show is so haphazard, and I'm sorry. It's always haphazard and crazy when I'm just by myself. I just I have a lot of feelings. I am truly, really triggered (laughs) by the words Lifestyle Change. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, And please do not suggest to me to make the title of the show, The Lifestyle Change Podcast. (laughs) That's not funny. It's not funny. I'll say no. Because I am owner, CEO, COO, CNO, CFO, all the things. We've made $16, which is still a net negative in all the money I've spent. (laughs) It's okay. One day we're going to make it. And I'm going to look back on this podcast and be like, this is, that's cute. That's cute. What she did there. I see it. That's cute. I was thinking about, God, sorry. I still have this annoying throat clearing since when I had COVID and I know you hear it the whole show and I'm very sorry. Just let this be my formal apology. I was thinking about for some reason I'm very called recently to think about my last 10 years as an adult. Cause like I graduated college 10 years ago and it's like at the forefront of my mind and it's kind of wild to, to see what's happened in life. Like got married, I moved a couple of times. I've worked at one, two, three, four different facilities. I've been a nurse COVID, but it's, it's, funny because you can't really put a timestamp on anything that happened. Like no one could have predicted X, Y, and Z. And I know that's everyone. I know it's everyone's life and that's not what I'm saying, but I I look into the next 10 years and it's just so like, I'm sort of, I'm in a season of waiting. I'm in a season of like waiting to see where my life is going to go from here. And not that I'm not that I'm being like submissive and just like, Oh, hum-da-dum-da. like I'm just waiting to be around. Like that's not what I mean. But like, if you've been in a season of waiting, you understand like you you're, you're not at a crossroads, but you're not on a trajectory. Like you're just sort of in a season where like it's, it's content, but like, it's not, it's not completed. Like there's some other things will come about. I think is what I'm going to say. Like if you're, like if you are a single person, like you're in a season of waiting to meet your person, that kind of thing. If you are getting married, but not yet married, it's that, that kind of thing. If you are wanting children and you don't have kids yet or want more kids, that's a season of waiting. Or like if you are waiting to get a new different job or get a promotion or change careers, that is what I mean. And I, I, I recently feel like I'm, I'm in that season and not that I'm I'm not unhappy, no, but it it kind of feels like like a. I don't want to say rebirth. That's so cliche. That's so cliche. That's not what I mean, and it's really cliche. But I just perhaps, and maybe it coincides with the end of COVID, and I don't want to keep talking about COVID, but like, maybe my my spring forward, literally, is like entering a new. Season probably doesn't make any sense. I probably just talked to the whole circle when I could have just said that. <laughs> what else is new? But you know what I'm saying. You you get it. I know you do. You get it. You're smart. So we'll see. We'll see where this season takes me. Um, and what's interesting about being in a season, which people use that word, I think mostly like in terms of the weather, is that when you're in a season of waiting. And you're maybe in a season of change or progression or whatever have you. There is absolutely no one on this planet Earth who's going to tell you how long that season is. Some people's seasons are years. Some people's seasons are months. I would imagine a season's not weeks, but I guess it could be. Like if you have, a, if if a life-altering moment happens, I guess that's a seasonal shift, you know. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And y'all know I'm going to talk about it. So, no fear. (laughs) No fear at all. I currently have what's funny is that, like, I say that, but like, nothing's really changing in my life except my bedtime. You guys, I have been so good about my bedtime. So good about it. I'm getting at least seven hours of sleep. I'm waking up before work to exercise. Pause for reaction. I know, like, being so good. Maybe that, but like, my job is stable. I own my home. I'm married to my harmonizing husband. You know, like those things we did talk about getting a dog, which I did discuss with Kara. Maybe that's what I'm waiting. That's my season of change. I'm waiting for Maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe that's it. Probably not though. Cause every time we talk about getting a dog, then we talk about how busy we are and like how we'd never be home for the dog. And it's not fair. And it's truly, it's not fair to the animal. It's so not fair to the dog. Whatever their name would be. And we do have a name picked out. Oh, man. Ugh. One day. And someone's listening, like, but not one day. Your time is now. You can do it. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I really can't. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you for your input. I appreciate it. Okay. I'll stop rambling. You probably have things to do. I hope you have the most amazing day, the most amazing Thursday. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for this audience. I really, really, really want your input on the name change um, and the coinciding logo change. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the purple. My favorite color. What's my favorite? Um so yeah, let me know. It'll be on Instagram and TikTok maybe too. But for now, as it is currently, thank you so much for listening to the 32 podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you did not like what you heard, please leave a review anyway, but tell me how I can improve and make that review five stars. Um, Follow me on Instagram at 32pod or at my personal, if you know who I am. (laughs) So silly. I don't know why I said that. Um, Follow me on TikTok at 32pod. Email me at 32podgmail.com. I have no other, I have no other things. Nope. Just Email. I don't have a Twitter. I keep saying that. I'm not going to. Maybe. Okay. If Elon Musk buys Twitter, I will get a Twitter. You heard it here first. I love him. I love what he's doing. These these current things about poison pills and, and things. This is just bumping the road. Just a bump for Elon. He's great. Um, and yeah, follow me. Like me. Share me. I'm trying to get my name out there. If you need to use my first name, K-A-T-E. I spell Catherine with a C. It's very irritating to people. I know. K-A-T-B-A-D. And that is 32 pod. Remember, as always, especially on your birthday, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye.